0: Hey, I'm Al. This is CB Music Club. Yeah, it's a CB Music Club where I am joined as always by Nick Hello. Chris, hello and will. Hello. It's a bit of a change of pace for us tonight. Rather than our usual album reviews, we will be having a listen to and a chat about some singles that have been released this week, this week being the first week of January 2021. Our choices all come from the list of new releases at albumoftheyear.com. And our only criterion has been that we basically just don't know the song already. We'll start with you, Nick. What's your choice?
1: Well, decided to go for something by... A name I recognised, Dathi Freyr, who I remembered was the guy that was the Icelandic Eurovision Song Contest entry. And then I realised when I looked at the list that actually they'd made a mistake in it. And this was a single by somebody else called Freyr. And his name is Freyr Flodgren, who I have no idea who he is. I, I looked up and he seems to be Swedish and the song is called American Poster.
0: Prayer, American Poster. What do you think of your choice, Nick? I absolutely loved it. Wow, loved it. Strong words. Yeah, I really liked it. I started listening to it
1: and thought, that actually could even be that other Icelandic guy. Because <laughs> uh, he sounded a bit scandal. I think it is the other Icelandic guy. But it's it's not... <laughs> And he, but he's got a new single out this week, which I also listened to, and is that's quite a nice disco tune. And then I thought this reminded me of uh, other things. It, it's a bit peckish, traily actually, yeah. um, for me. But yeah, no, I really liked it.
2: Chris, what do you think? Yeah, it's quite a. It's a. It's a. I kind of liked it. That's the second time I've listened to it. I enjoyed it more the second time. The first time, it kind of just felt a bit meandering without any great kind of. Direction or impact to it but i kind of, I quite like his voice um I quite like the way it starts with the chorus and then goes into the verse it's got a kind of it's a it's a comforting sound I found it it's quite mm. like a kind of a a sort of warm hug, but it's a hug that doesn't really change over the three and a half minutes it 's just a kind of constant hug you know there's no kind of little cheeky squeeze in the middle or a little kind of grope midway through it 's just a long <laughs> comforting hug which Yeah, in its way is all right, yeah. But, yeah, kind of, it's growing on me, certainly, second listen. Will, what do you think?
3: Um, I I guess the first um, eight bars, I was absolutely loving it. The the musicianship is kind of a very high quality. Bass is just kind of really, really nicely dropped in there. But then it didn't do anything else, and I kind of wanted a bit more of a hug as well. It's something that I'm going to touch on with my choice as well about songs that maybe require a a ruthless producer to say this doesn't have enough, we need to think of something else. If it's left to Mm. the musician, then the musician is likely to go that's what I've written, that's what I've played, that's what I've done, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I think you got a good point there, Will. I I quite like this myself. I didn't love it, but Chris listened to it a couple of times. It reminded me, kind of, it's a sort of, um, a sort of, almost sort of lo-fi electronica thing. It reminded me of, like, American Analogue Set or something like that. Probably aging myself rather by mentioning them. I quite liked it, but it is kind of background music. There's another
1: Swedish artist called Jose Gonzalez. He's Mexican, surely. He's Actually half Argentinian, but All right. he's very, he sounds quite like this. He's got a band called Junet. I think a few of his songs have been used in adverts or in film soundtracks had that mm. similar feel. It's the sort of mm. thing you would use in a in a soundtrack, I think. I just like the groove.
0: Oh no, it's a great groove. But too clean yeah it does have that feel of sort of written to be licensed for an advert which is a perfectly valid way of making money out of your music in my opinion and if you can do it go for it i mean i know that that's something that the black keys did with great success i think with uh, possibly el camino was the album because that was kind of like the big breakthrough wasn't it a couple of songs on that they licensed everything anything they were asked you know they were offered money for it. they said yes to because i don't I doubt they'd made that much money out of music prior to that so uh, frankly i don't blame them for it. a lot of people would but no i'd say go for
2: it wasn't that moby album play wasn't that yeah. designed because every track of that appeared in a, famously appeared in an advert at some point and i was never quite sure if that was his intention
0: yeah i, I don't I mean i don't know if he did it on purpose whether it was his intention i think
2: i'd probably just got lucky it's a model of funding music making isn't it i suppose it's perfectly valid it's so difficult to make money out of music if the music's still good and you're finding a way of making it pay for you then go for it
3: yeah well, th- this isn't high art get over yourself <laughs> anyone out there who's complaining bob dylan and
2: neil
1: young i think announced today or this week that he'd sold his entire back catalog yeah. for 150 million was it
0: yeah, you would. And Bob Dylan done Bob, it a few weeks back. Short review, Bob.
1: I think Bob Dylan was never slow to license his music. Yeah.
2: There's a kind of weird new model around for music sell-offs, isn't it? There's there's companies which are kind of like investment funds, hmm. and they are targeting big artists' back catalogs purely for that. You know, buy it as an investment. I know. I think already bucking the music industry so, another his label. His yeah, well. yes, yes, right. yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not really sure I like that as a as a kind of model. It was obviously great for the artists. But it's just very it's a very mercenary way of dealing with something creative.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, not when it's uh, when it's a big artist, but then we don't necessarily know that these big artists actually have any real money to speak of. And if Lindsay Buckingham, yes, he's in Fleetway Bank and he's sold loads of records, but that doesn't mean to say that he's a rich man. I suspect he is, but you know, maybe he needed the money. I suspect you? so. I heard an interview with David Crosby, who'd sold his songs, as he said,
1: for nowhere near the amount of money that Bob Dylan or Neil Young were getting. Mm -hmm. But he was also saying that, you know, he'd had issues over his life. So he wasn't a wealthy man and this was setting him up to go and retire and
0: see out his days. Yeah, you can't really argue with that. We don't even know that this frere guy has actually has mm. any <laughs> intention of licensing any of his stuff. So um, that's true. Yeah, enough. we're maybe being a little unfair on him, but but it does sound like advert music. True. And you know, well, I was going to say that um you know the the musician in me does does bristle at you when you say it's not high art. Get over it. But you are absolutely right. I mean, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? That's the attitude people should have towards it.
2: What, what is it about it that makes it advert music? Is it kind of unthreatening, unchallenging?
0: Gentle, not particularly dynamic, it sits in the background nicely while the car's driving across a bridge or something, you know? I don't know what it is that makes it advert music. It sounds like advert that, 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 sounds, that sounds a terribly insulting thing to say. It sounds like advert music, but. Suspect I suspect there's a science yeah. to it, but I don't yeah. know what
2: it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Part of the science is the recreating of songs that bands refuse to license, of course. I remember there was uh, famously a car advert that had uh, something very close to Radioheads No Prizes in it, and then there's the the famous case of uh, Smashing Pumpkins refusing to license today to I think it was to Levi's, wasn't it? Which is where we got what the hell are they called Stiltskin inside from. Basically, guy was approached to Ooh. write a song that sounded like the Smashing Pumpkins, so he did and got a bit of a brief career out of it. So well done him.
2: So we've got levi to blame for Stiltskin. Yes,
0: uh, yeah. God. And there was also, there was another one, and it was at Beach House, the band, and this was a Volkswagen advert, I think, and they wouldn't license their music, so they got someone else to do something that sounded like it, and Beach House is one of these bands with really obsessive fans, and they were quite angry about it, and I listened to both songs, and I've got to say, the one in the advert was much better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, You've thrown the wrath of those fans on us now. Oh God, that's... that's bring it down, um, bring it down. Probably lost half our listener base or something from that. <laughs> Both of them, maybe. Yeah, so um, anyway, what's the, what's the CB view then on Freya, American poster? <laughs> Is that a hit or a miss? Big thumbs up from Nick and from Will, yeah? I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a miss, but
2: uh, I wouldn't rush out and buy it. I'd give no, it a I kick. Mean,
0: like I often say, I wouldn't turn this off Like if it came on in the playlist or something like that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, decent yeah. Song, definitely yeah. not. No. But yeah, I don't think I'll be going yeah, out for the definitely. album. Anyway, next up, Chris, you've chosen Song of the Ostrich, sorry about uh, that earlier thing, by the Araby Bazaar.
2: I have, yeah, purely on the basis that I thought it was a ridiculous name for a track. Not familiar with the Arabi Bazaar's previous "Irv." although I understand they've got about 20-odd um, tracks prior to this. And apparently they're named after one of the sections in Ulysses by James Joyce. Oh really. Which I haven't read. Sorry. Oh, come it's on the bookshelf, it. but it's just too big, isn't it? I will read maybe I'll read it over lockdown. We've got plenty of time. Well, the song is
0: very short, so let's give the song a listen. Sorry. Bizarre Song of the Ostrich. Sorry about that earlier
2: thing. Oh, one minute, 31 seconds of it. Slightly shorter than the Brexit negotiations to which I think it's probably (laughs) on second listen referring. Yeah, yeah. And it was released on the 31st of December 2020. But yeah, I mean, didn't know what to expect. Um,. Not that, though. <laughs> and well, absolutely, yeah. Initially quite irritated by the plinky plonky keyboard playing, but then quite likes it. Sort of original. A little bit of John Shuttleworth in there. A little bit of um, divine comedy, I thought, mm. in some ways. Quite sweet. We're out of Europe. Sorry about that. Let's be friends. But equally, I first listened to it and just thought it was a kind of an apology for some altercation that had happened in the past and then a kind of make-up. But yeah, I quite like the sentiment all the way through it. I think it works on both levels. It cheered me. Will, what's your view?
3: It reminded me a little bit of the uh, Bunzo Dog Dudar band, and anyone who reproduces that kind of stuff, in my eyes, is is okay, because I do like that kind of quirky Edwardian English thing that various bands put out. So yeah, I, I kind of liked it. I probably won't ever listen to it again.
2: Oh well. I was going to say, just on just picking up on that, I'm quite interested to go and see what else they've done, just because it was quite unusual and quite amusing.
3: Uh, You've got a good point there. It, it didn't quite have enough to keep me coming back for another one.
1: I really uh, enjoyed it, actually. It reminded me a lot of Ivor Cutler.
2: Hmm. Uh, yes. Ah.
1: Yeah, that was great. It was funny. I like that kind of thing I would go and find out more about them definitely
2: yeah
0: well what it remind me of um, back in the sort of mid 2000s I played bass sometimes guitar and sometimes glockenspiel in a band called College Pinks which is an anagram of glockenspiel which always takes everyone by surprise because it doesn't seem like it would be And um, we used to kick around London and various other places Playing little festivals and and DIY gigs and stuff like that Uh, There were quite a lot of other bands who were sort of part of the same sort of circuits Maybe not the right word for it But um, lots of other little DIY bands who'd record their own stuff This would have fitted right in It's a very similar sort of feel a lot of the stuff that was going on And frankly I like it I um, I think it's charming I'm agreeing with you again here Chris I, I just assumed it was just a bit of a comedy song Didn't pay that much attention to the lyrics Even though they were on the screen in front of me When I listened to it the first time But yeah it's clearly about Brexit isn't it And um, I like the conciliatory tone It's very nice I noticed also on, yeah, um, yes. on their Bandcamp page You can actually Buy their album uh, And it's name your own price So uh, you know I would uh, encourage anyone to do so. Oh, that's a good touch. I would
3: probably do that because I'm in, into the idea of giving these guys money. Yeah, go and buy them um, a couple of quid. Yeah. Well, I will give that a thumbs up. That was a thumbs up
2: from me. Oh
0: thumbs yeah, up big,
3: from big,
2: me too.
0: Big thumbs up from me. Great stuff. Hey. Um, I, I, you know, I also I really hope that it gets chosen for the Eurovision Song Contest because <laughs> frankly, it's a real <laughs> cut above anything that we've uh, it's, we've had since uh, yeah, I don't know Bucks has. Uh, you know, have to go back <laughs> a long way
3: find something as good as that do you, do you think now now we're out of Europe we, we maybe would get more points or less points
0: I think this year we'll probably get no
2: points <laughs> no, no point it be worth watching won't
3: it yeah actually?
0: I don't think we'll do well this year but maybe a few years down the line it might improve our scoring once we've stopped being so annoying
3: to the rest of Europe exactly well, because we're not annoying them anymore yeah so. well
0: we've annoyed them quite a lot recently though so I think that as I say the next one I think will do quite badly
3: yeah
2: I think that wound's going to be a bit sore for a few years yeah, yet, isn't it well, they should just get over it yeah
1: Iceland are going to win it this year anyway <laughs> or Sweden <laughs> or
2: Sweden
3: whichever one of those mm.
2: anyway well done Araby Bazaar yeah who's indeed. next
3: William, what have you gone for? I picked Susanna. The song is A Pagan's Prayer.
0: the Bendik Backsass remix of A Pagan's Prayer by Susanna. William?
3: Yeah. What's your view on that then? Well when this track came on I kind of closed my eyes um, and let it just wash over me and I imagined myself in my Porsche Cayenne and I looked across at my beautiful wife and then I looked up at the mirror and I saw in the back my two perfect children who had just gained scholarships to MIT and Cambridge One to study engineering, the other music. And I just thought, this is the life. I've made it, I'm here. And then I realised I was in an advert. Does that tell you what I think about this song?
0: That you listened to it in the car earlier?
3: You liked it then? No, it's advert music.
0: It's what we were talking about before. I do wonder what it sounded like before Bendik Backsass remixed it, to be honest. I do wonder if it's it's got a bit more substance and a bit more structure. You
2: didn't like it? I though. was waiting for the bass to suddenly drop and it to suddenly kick in as a kind of big mm. stomping and it just never came. Kind of likes the initial vibe to it. It just sounded like a kind of ambient sort of trancey tune that I used to listen to in the 90s. But it just never really, yeah. It just never really went anywhere, as you say. It was just, it was too long, and it. Well, it wasn't too long because a tune like that needs to be long. You just kind of lose yourself in that. It was suitably hypnotic. Not sure it would be safe to drive to. I think <laughs> you'd forget to turn, <laughs> forget to turn the wheel. As the second time I listened to it, I preferred it more the first time, but I was bored of it by the second time. Bored of it halfway through the first time, to be honest. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. I kind of, I quite liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same. Uh, I
0: I, I quite liked it, but I wouldn't go any further than that. It's a bit boring. I mean, let's be honest here. And as I say, I do wonder how much that is down to the fact that it is a remix. It's not the original material, I suppose. And I do feel that there might be more of a song in there somewhere. But um, I just don't know. don't know who Susanna is. I was just about to have a look. Swedish. Oh, God, another one.
1: Oh, no, hang on. Norwegian. We've gone... Almost completely
0: Nordic It's a pity actually that my uh, Choice won't finish the job uh. Alright so final song tonight oh. I have chosen I Am Not A Perfect Person by Bill Baird The bassist in Sound Team from Austin, Texas But a uh, solo career now And um, as I say the song is called I Am Not A Perfect Person Let's it a listen
1: me like the air And I love you dear I swear a perfect person You feed me like the air And I love you dear, I swear But I'm not a perfect person
0: So Bill Baird, I'm not a perfect person Lo-fi, slacker, acoustic pop, I'd call it. Um, it reminds me of Magnetic Fields, I don't know, Sparkle Horse, particularly Beck. I suspect that's probably the word on everyone's lips. And uh, I think it's pretty great, actually. Um I like that a lot.
2: Well, yeah, I kind of, I really liked it initially, and I thought, this sounds really familiar. And then I thought, it sounds like the kings of convenience. And I thought, no, hang on, it's more than that. It's almost identical to the first track from Riot on, uh, Riot on an empty stomach. What's Riot on an empty? Hang on. Please make it stomach. <laughs> stomach. Have you heard Kings of Convenience? Yeah. It's it's almost exactly the same as the first track of Riot on an empty street, which is called Homesick. Even down to the the vocal harmonies and that kind of that where you can hear the sound of the fingers moving on the well guitar that, that just happens when you're playing it's, acoustic it, guitar.
0: To it, be fair, it's
2: once I once I'd kind of hooked onto that, I just really disliked it because oh. it was it was just exactly the same, which I, is a shame
0: because it was a, quite a sweet little track. Yeah, I don't know this. I do know the King's Convenience. I don't know that song though, so I can't I
2: can't agree I'll, or disagree I'll with on, you. I'll will stick it on the playlist. It's yeah. uh, the, the it's a uh, it's, it's an. Exact Exact, almost an exact copy. Well, which that's because real I, I really me, liked cause... it.
0: And it was, it was Beck that it made me think of because it, it's very, very Beck. It's like, it could have been oh, on Sea Change. I, I
1: was thinking Morning Phase. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, but similar. But weirdly, it also made me think a little bit about that artist I was talking about earlier, Jose Gonzalez. I thought to say Frere. You Well, Freire, I thought, sounds a bit like that. But if you went into somewhere, some of Jose Gonzalez's other stuff, it's not a million right. miles from that. It sort of comes full
0: circle. I quite liked it.
3: Good, good. Will, what's your view? Yeah, you're right on the Beck thing. You know, if I walked into a pub and this guy was playing, I would be thinking I was I'm um, having a great night listening to a really good musician, a really good singer, decent songs. But is it stuff that I would go and buy on vinyl and listen to and be happy with? Probably not. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It is good. It's, it's just like all the songs tonight. It just doesn't get to that next level of being wow. I'm probably
2: doing it a disservice. It was probably my f- it was probably my favourite song of the evening. I think. Um, but I've just I've just got a bit hung on that um, similarity to Kings of Convenience. But it was it was a good it was a good tune.
0: I think like Arabu Bazaar, this is the kind of music that I would have been hanging around with people in the two thousands who were playing stuff like this. I like it. I mean, it's you know, I, I just I like kind of lo-fi scrappy music and you know it's quite skillfully done yeah it's good and i think it, yeah it's my favorite of the four songs i noticed also I, I was i was having a look at bill baird's bandcamp page and at the moment he's got all his stuff on sale with 90 percent off so you can buy all 50 of the songs on bandcamp for two dollars 70 or more if you wow, want to pay more That's a bargain so yeah i, mean, yeah. I I'm, I'm going to because uh, even if all the other songs are terrible I. I think 270 for a good song. I'm all right with that. Well
3: done, Bill. Do you think he might have a Bill Baird sort of capo? Because I, I would, wouldn't mind that kind of merch. I don't know about that, but I hope he's advertising the single on a Bill Baird
0: billboard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. And the winner this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I, would, I would go in search of a little bit more Bill Baird. Yeah. And me. Well, as I say, go get his
0: Bandcamp page, bang him a few dollars, and uh, get all fifty of his tunes. All right, so um, that's our four songs for the night: Frere, American Poster, Arby Bazaar, Song of the Ostrich. Sorry about that earlier thing. Susanna, A Pagan's Prayer Remix by Bendik, Baxas. and finally Bill Baird. I'm not a perfect person. What's your What's your pick, Nick? Frere, Frere, yeah. That was my favourite. Yeah. Chris, you said Bill Beard you just
2: sticking with that yeah, I think there's a, I did like um Arabic bizarre but, but Arabic Bazaar. Arabic yeah. but I think two listens was probably enough, whereas I think there's probably a bit more depth in Bill oh. to be discovered. well what's your pick
3: uh Freya, it kind of gets it by a nose because of the brilliant, brilliant animation, well, it's not an animation of the film of the animatronic um mm. thing on the that they had you know, the that was boat. Cool. I, I just that was beautiful well done yeah, ever did that.
0: It's worth going to Freyer's channel on YouTube to see the video for American Poster. It's very good, yeah. Very impressive. My pick's Bill Baird as well. Although I liked all four songs and I'd be happy to hear any of them again, but I think Bill Baird's the one to investigate.